Let's see. Hey, everybody. Hope you're doing well. It is uh, Tuesday, February 8th at 11.24 p.m. Uh, your Purdue Boilermakers has ju have just uh, kind of cleaned the clock of uh, the uh, Illinois fighting the Lion-Eye. Purdue improves to 21-3 on the season. Illinois falls to 17-6. 10-3 in conference for Illinois. 10-3 for Purdue. Uh, Purdue wins 84-68. Um, they had a, they had a, uh, I don't want to say a rough first half, but they had about a 10 minute period. Purdue did in the beginning where Illinois was just kind of, uh, taking it right at Purdue. Um, they were doing everything well. They were playing with the pace they wanted to. Purdue really wasn't doing, um, Purdue wasn't playing their game. That's for darn sure. Um, but, um, Kofi Coburn, Cockburn was doing what he's been doing uh, for the last two games, really taking it at Purdue's uh, bigs. Both Williams and Edie were struggling a bit. Edie got in a little bit of foul trouble early in the game, and um, and then Coburn got taken out of the game. And Illinois' guards really were the difference maker. They just um, were hitting Purdue, hitting them hard. Um, Purdue's guards were doing nothing, whether it was Hunter Sasha, uh, Ivy, really no Purdue guard was doing much to speak about. Then the second half came, <coughs> and all of a sudden, uh, Purdue looked like a different team. And it wasn't Jaden Ivy that caused the um, that was the catalyst. It was Eric Hunter. Um, Eric Hunter started right off in the second half with nine quick points. He had a steal or two couple rebounds, was driving the ball hard to the basket, and Purdue all of a sudden was up. Then uh, Illinois uh, probably figured that's the guy you need to handle, Eric Hunter, and uh, I don't think they sagged off of Ivy or anything, but Ivy just absolutely went crazy. Ivy finishes the game with 26 points, uh, six assists, um, a block. He had three turnovers, but really the whole story – Really, the whole story is the um, the fact that he was playing at a pace nobody could match. Illinois couldn't do anything to to counter Jaden Ivey. Jaden Ivey had four points in the first half. Four. Uh, he finishes the game with 26. An incredible uh, second half. He made a statement. He put Purdue on his back, put him on his shoulders. Did what a lot of people like me think that if Purdue's going to do something special in March, it's going to be performances just like that where he just has this extra gear. The problem is you don't want to just rely on that. At the same time, um, <coughs> Sasha Stavanovich continues, continues to struggle. I thought this would be a game where he would bust out. He was 3 for 10 from, uh, uh, from the floor, 1 for 6 from 3. Finished with 7 points, um, had a couple good help defensive plays, um, seven points, four assists, which is great. No turnovers, but still struggling from deep. Caleb first had a solid game, five points, a couple rebounds. Trey Williams had a very good first half, really kept Purdue in the game. Um, he had 10 points in the first half, ends the game with 10 points, I believe. Um, <coughs> 10 points, uh, five rebounds, three assists, and a couple steals. Um, but like I said, uh, Purdue really... Uh, they had a couple key points in the second half. One of them was uh, Isaiah Thompson, who we didn't see for almost the entire game. Came in cold off the bench, bombed a three. 
Um, stuff like that makes a big difference. It's kind of like the catalyst that, that makes things happen. Of course, Mason Gillis do, did what he always does. Six points, nine boards, um, an assist, a steal. Just doing the little stuff, which is what he does. I apologize. A little jacked up, but um, uh, Purdue, Purdue wins. They win going away um, after really a, a struggle in the first half. And Illinois looked like the – like Brian Newbert talked about this on Golden Black. Illinois will make things difficult on team, getting into this idea where it's like a street fight. And uh, Illinois' guards were really doing that. Curbelo, uh, pardon me, Plummer specifically, just about took the game over in the first half. I think he had either two or three threes in a row in the corner. He was jawing a lot. In the second half, completely different game, Ivy started jawing. Ivy started taking that thing over. Ivy started showing that he was the best player on the court in spite of the fact that uh, Cockburn had a pretty good game. He finished, Cockburn finished with 18 points, seven rebounds. But the player, the guy, and, and Plummer finished with 14 points. But the guy, of course, Jaden Ivey, with 26 points and uh, four four rebounds. But the big number for me is it's great to see Ivy get six assists. That's pretty darn incredible. So Purdue improves, like I said, to 21-3. and three. And uh, a, lot of, a lot of you guys out there care about this. It's not that big of a deal to me. But Purdue is uh, tied in first place in the Big Ten race. They play Michigan uh, next game at Chrysler, and that'll be that'll be a big one here. Um, uh, PS nine six PKT says finally they kept their foot on the gas. I tend to agree with that. That's a big deal, right? That's um, that killer instinct that I think a lot of Purdue fans are uh, really looking for for this team, including me. Let me check a, a key stat here. Uh, the biggest one that I that that I've been looking at, Purdue needs to be over seventy percent from free throw from the free throw line to win most games, in my opinion. Tonight they really didn't need to because uh, Jaden went off. But part of the reason you can go off is when you know you're you're enabling your team to do uh, things that can uh, it, it's capable of doing because you're making the free stuff. Well, Purdue finished seventy two percent. From the free throw line, 13 of 18. And all this happened while DJ Carstensen was one of the officials. Um, he's not a great official. Um, and his Purdue's record with him as the official is not very good. Um, and it looked for a minute like he was going to do what he does, which affects games. But instead, uh, Purdue did what, what they should do, handled their business, especially at home. Um, Paint grew was excellent. Place was super loud. They said it got up to 116 decibels. Um, excellent atmosphere, exactly what you'd expect at Mackey in February. This is kind of the time that Gene Cady and Matt Painter have made their money historically. February is a time where Purdue teams just dominate. The question is, what can they do with that February this year in March and April? Um, Purdue shoots 40% from three. That's a big deal. Um, same time, Illinois only shot 30%. That kind of matters. So, um, but like I said, Purdue improves 21-3 and three on the season. Uh, next game is a big one. Uh, Michigan is a very big game because, uh, number one, get to see uh, get to see Dickinson's baby little face crying, hopefully. Uh, Purdue, uh, can. that's another 9 p.m. tip. Um, big Ten really punished Purdue for... 
Michigan's COVID issues, and uh, Purdue was almost to the end of this gauntlet where they had game after game after game. Uh, I think it would be say uh, five games in a in an eleven day period. So, um, but Purdue's in really good shape. That's their sixth win in a row. It's their second longest uh, winning streak of the streak of the season after that eight game winning season uh, streak to start the season. Um, one second. Couple of comments. Got a got a couple people enjoying the uh, post game uh, afterglow, if you will. Um, but like I said, uh, PS nine six uh, PS nine six PKT says they kept a foot on their gas. It's great. Uh, Robert Ranney says um, IV Downs one and I, <laughs> and then this is a big deal. Uh, IU loses to Northwestern tonight. Uh, Woodson uh, suspended five IU players. And then IU struggled uh, without those guys, of course. I think they were they were down a lot of guys, including the Purdue Slayer, Fennessey. And um, IU lose to Northwestern. Uh, that's always fun to see, So, uh, regardless of the reason. So let's see if there's anything else in here. Um, oh, let me, let me thank our sponsors. Uh, Gridiron Metalworks, uh, Martin Vintage, and AJ's. Thanks to those guys. And uh, I apologize for my voice. Got a little excited for this one. John uh, Jokna, Jokna, I don't know how to say it. I'm sorry, John, um, says, what's Purdue going to do when Ivy puts two halves together? It's a great question, John, and um, it's something I've been asking for a little bit. Um, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. I still think he'll do it before his time at Purdue is up. I, you know, as we all know, this is going to be it, but um, – I still think he'll do it sometime this season. When he does, Purdue's going to win by like 70. Um, I think they'll win by 35 or 40 when he does that. be great if it was uh, March uh, March 5th versus IU. That'd be a good place to, to see that happen, just to leave no doubt who the best team in the state is again. Um, but uh, we'll see. And if he, he will put together two halves of basketball. Hopefully he'll be in front of the paint crew. That'd be fun. But if he doesn't do it in front of the paint crew, if he happens to do it, um, if he happens to do it on the road, hell, that'd be even better, right? So, um, uh, so uh, an interesting note tonight: Auburn loses. Auburn lost to um, to Arkansas. So there's just one team in front of Purdue. It, Purdue will probably be if they can handle their business um, up up uh, in a few days versus Michigan. They're um, they're going to be in pretty good position. Of course, I would uh, like uh, um, I'd, I'd name Gonzaga the national champ right now with that uh, amazing schedule they have to deal with out west. Uh, somebody said, this isn't a year we can make fun of the um, um, whatever conference it is they're in. Because they're going to send four teams to the uh, NCAA tournament. Somebody was saying on uh, the knucklehead board. And I think that's funny that that's the, that's the up year that Gonzaga has to deal with when they have to have, deal with three other teams. Um, and I would say, do you think those three teams are exactly what Purdue's dealing with night in, night out? Do you think those are the same type of teams that even uh, Auburn uh, was dealing with night in, night out in the SEC? This argument is is very flawed. Doesn't make any sense. Even um, look at what USC, you look what UCLA, look what Arizona has had to deal with in the Pac-10, Pac-12. Pardon me. 
the argument holds no water with me. That uh, West Coast Conference is not at all on the same page as the uh, the major conference, the P5 conferences, and Gonzaga can do something about it. They uh, they could go to another conference. They could, uh, but they've chosen not to because they want to be the big fish in a smaller pond. So, um, and if there's some Gonzaga fans on here, cheers to you guys. Congratulations on a another awesome uh, regular season, doing what you guys do every year, which is, uh, get up for a game about every two weeks and uh, then reap the rewards in the polls and stay in the top three almost the whole damn season. Anyway, um, so uh, one of the big plays, somebody just, I see Nicholas Friedman says, Morton is clutch. If it wasn't for Morton early in the game, Purdue was in major, major problems. Morton had a, had a big three, he had a rebound, and then he had a, a, um, a putback. Um, but uh, yeah, Morton's Morton's... Morton and Gillis, I can't express how important those two guys are for this Purdue team. Um, without those two guys, I think Purdue is is simply not a, t- a team with a lot of edge, right? Um, they're just not as tough without them. Um, one, one second, I, I think there's an unsung hero I didn't give enough credit to. Uh, let me do this real quickly, and I apologize. Um, Edie finished the game with uh, 13 points. Uh, six boards, and he had he had um, Cockburn just actually uh, pushing on him all day, especially in the second half. Um, Illinois Illinois was kind of getting away with murder, and Big Ten officials were doing what they usually do with the guy who's a bit an All American candidate, uh, Player of the Year type guy, uh, Conference Player of the Year type guy. They protected him, except uh, it seems like. Purdue didn't get a lot of that treatment. Ivy didn't get a lot of that treatment. In fact, Ivy gets knocked down freaking like, um, like a wide receiver going across the middle um, all the time. But Cockburn, who is seven foot one, 315 pounds, uh, gets protected as if he's made of glass. And um, it's amazing to me to see that guy complaining about officiating and Underwood complaining about officiating, which he did. He complained about everything tonight. Um, but uh, that's what Illinois did in Champaign, so that's not really a surprise at all. Um, it's a good win for Purdue. Uh, we can't discount that at all. Good win, a lot of killer instinct there. That's that's a that's something I think that that uh, we all wanted to see, and uh, and Purdue is in great shape. Um, if they handle their business now, even if they drop one more, they're going to be in the position to be a one or a two seed, and that's. That's the big story. That's the thing, as a Purdue fan, you need to be thinking about more than conference titles. Sure as heck, more than um, the uh, more than a uh, a tournament title, Big Ten tournament title, because that doesn't matter. When Purdue last time Purdue won the Big Ten tournament in the postseason, I think Chris Kramer was there, um, uh, Baby Boilers was there. They win the thing. They beat Ohio State. They a lot of people said they were a four seed coming in, and they stuck at a four seed. Um, and other times when they've gotten knocked out needlessly early or whatever, it hasn't hurt them. Here's what you need to do. Go into the Big Ten tournament, win a game or two, and then get out of there healthy, get ready for your draw on Selection Sunday. Good things are going to happen. So, um, But thanks for uh, tuning in. Thanks to everybody who is here live. Uh, looks like we've got a decent amount for, for my post game uh, live. So um, let's see. Um, 
BAD says, Jaden Ivey hitting that J at the top of the key is exactly what I've been wanting to see from him. And uh, Jaden Ivey did a lot of things well. I don't think it's just hitting the J from the top of the key. I don't think it's just the way he's been driving. He's been making really good decisions. So he, today, if you noticed, what Illinois was trying to do, because they knew Purdue was trying to draw uh, Coburn out um, to get him tired. And so he, Coburn, stayed sunk in the lane down near the hoop just to try to be an enforcer. And so Ivy would make that turn, get around his guy, and would be looking right at a seven-foot-one mountain of a man. And Ivy, instead of forcing the issue and getting in trouble, leaving his feet, um, instead, he would draw the ball out, look for his, look for his uh, teammate, and then good things were happening over and over and over. Also, maybe even a bigger deal is when he does that, he's not leaving his feet and ending up on his side or on his shoulder or on his hip or on his ankle, staying healthy. That, that piece of the, of the pie, we cannot underestimate the importance of that. That's a very, very big deal for this Purdue team, especially down the stretch. Purdue's got to keep itself healthy. Purdue's got to play hard. Everybody's going to be coming after him. Um, let me talk about well, something really quick that I'm going to close out right here. Um, John Faker says, it was good to see Jaden Ivey uh, not getting out of control when he wasn't getting uh, fouls called. Second half, John and I are on the same page. No surprise there. Uh, generally are. But um, there's, there's, a, there's kind of a thing that's going around Twitter and it's going around the knucklehead board and other places. And it's people saying, well, when you're top five, when you're a top three, when you're a top whatever, when you're one of the best teams in the nation, you're going to take team's best shot. And um, it, that talk reminds me a bit of Notre Dame football fans always say, well, Notre Dame football, everybody, everybody gives Notre Dame their best shot every single time. Well, here's the deal. In college basketball, everybody gives everybody their best shot, Okay. The excuse of saying, well, we're a top three or top five team, so we're going to get other teams better shot than, we, than the team the night before. I just don't buy it. I just, I don't believe it. Um, you guys can disagree. That's fine. But regardless of what you say the reason is for when you lose, it's still a loss. And it sounds a lot like an excuse when fan bases or teams say that. It doesn't matter if you get their best shot or not. You're still one of the best teams in the nation. You should handle your business. And you can look at what Auburn did tonight. Auburn had to deal with um, uh, Arkansas fans running on the court. At the end of the game, um, an Arkansas player kind of threw himself an alley-oop. It looked like the Auburn guy was going to get in a fight with him. He looked like he undercut him, and he was going to go get him. But that's kind of the, to the victor goes the spoils. So um, it's a horrible feeling to have a team rush their court when they've just beaten a top three, a top five, whatever, number one team in America. But this year, if you're number one, you got to, that's, that's when teams, you know, are coming after that number one team. And they just want the students more than anything. They just want to rush the court, right? That's it. So I don't know if you're getting the best shot or a better shot. Some teams are especially jacked, but handle your business, be the team that you're supposed to be. Um, and, uh, just keep on marching and then get ready for, Selection Sunday again. You want that one or two seed. So what a uh, what a good night. Um, like I said, Purdue improves twenty one and three. And um, and next up they get to play Michigan. Another nine p.m. tip off. This one will be on the road, so it'll probably be a blizzard just because uh, it's that time of year. So 
Thanks for tuning in again. Appreciate everybody who's here. Um, and uh, we will talk to you soon. God bless you. Have a great day. Hammer down. And um, uh, maybe I'll have something to you, for you in the next day or so. See you.